As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to episode 66, brought to you by BioClarity and FabFitFun. For 50% off your first month of a routine with BioClarity, just go to bioclarity.com and enter the code LOVELY. And for $10 off your first FabFitFun box, just go to fabfitfun.com and enter the code LOVELY10. Cultivating the Lovely with Mackenzie Monroe from CultivatingTheLovely.com. That's me. And I'm bold turquoise across pretty much all social media. And Jody McKenna from JodyMcKenna.com and WiseHouseOils.com. And today we're going to be talking about kids' bedrooms because if you look at Pinterest, I think it can be pretty intimidating yeah, and sure. helpful. But yes. there's, there's a good happy medium, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I mean, kind of first of all, I think we need to talk about why it's important to put some thought into our kids' bedrooms. Especially for me, coming from a place where I had tried to put some thought into my kids' bedrooms in the house we used to live in, but mm. there are always things standing in my way, either financially, I felt like, or just complicated things that made it so I couldn't do with their spaces what I wanted to be able to do to make them feel mm -hmm. like intentional spaces. But mm -hmm. I think that we all kind of want that, like, you know, the difference, you can kind of feel it in, her, in your bones when you walk into a space that has been purposefully and intentionally crafted versus sure. one that's just been thrown together with, ah, oh, we just found this here. We found this there. Here's a poster out of the back of a magazine. Not that there's anything wrong with those posters, but mm -hmm. I think that you can do something more with them. You can make it feel like the choices of what's in the room were made with purpose. Right. I agree. And you've really have, done this. Yeah, I have. I remember because I have a friend who she decorated her house and I rem in such a way that I remember every time I go there, I feel like I don't feel like I'm welcome here. I feel like. I need to fit in as part of the decorations oh. here, or maybe I should leave, you know, like yeah. it just wasn't cozy. And it was, it's very interesting because a, you see a lot reflected even in her children mm. that really resemble the way her house is decorated. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And we gave a lot of thought, like one of the things is I know that, you know, I took the, like a I don't know, like your spirituality um, gifts. Mm -hmm. And one of mine is hospitality. And, I can see that. <laughs> and I've learned a lot from my mother-in-law too, because she loves entertaining people, having people stay with them and things like that. So I've learned a lot from her over the years. And then when I was finally like the, I guess the fog was lifted and <laughs> I was really thinking about how I wanted to decorate the current house that we lived in. And we need to back, actually back up a little bit. When we moved into this house, every single room was varying shades of white. Mm -hmm. And I, at the time, I loved that because I was very, very just down in the dumps. Yeah. And so all this white coming from our old house, like it was like ray of sunshine when I walked into a room, even if it was gloomy outside, because everything was white. Mm-hmm. But then when I decided I really want to have more fun, I took a look at these white walls and I was like, man, it feels like we're in prison. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't fun. This isn't delightful. And I read one of Sally Clarkson's books and she talked about, 
you know, intentionally having an art book out Mm. and, you know, very intentional about the way things are decorated. And I read the Nestor's book and how she uses things, even if they're broken, she uses them. And so I hung a tambourine. It was my mom's tambourine when she was a little girl Mm -hmm. and it had this big rip in it. But yet that's one of the folk that like, that's a focal piece on a wall for us Yeah. and the kids instrument. So it's a focal piece that it, those are part of our decorations. So yeah, I mean, there's so much you can do in your house or really your kids' bedrooms that you may already have, but yeah. it's just where you place it and the story that you give it. Yeah, placing it with intentionality. It just is, mm-hmm. it's different. It's like, okay, I'm going to give this a space on the wall instead of stuffing it in a corner or having it be clutter. It's it's actually giving it a purpose and and the stories behind it too like letting your kids know why the things are there that are there so you recently though like you did the overhaul for your kids bedrooms yes I did (laughs) walk us through your process so we have four kids and the three boys were once upon a time all in the same room so there was a bunk bed and then one twin on the floor and when um, my eldest turned 12, he went away with his dad on the, um, not weekend to remember the class, the marriage conference, but anyways, like the passport purity weekend okay. with his dad. And we made that kind of a rite of passage, like, okay, we're giving you, because we did have a spare bedroom. So we moved him into that spare bedroom and we let him kind of pick a theme, which he wanted guitars. Hmm. And, um, we let him pick his wall color out. And so we just painted it. It's like two different shades of blue. And then this lime green is where is on the um, chair railing. Um, But I went to Hobby Lobby for his room and we had this very nominal budget. I think it might've been 50. Mm -hmm. And he picked out a set of um, six little tiny squares of different, guitars and then this guitar iron thing to hang his backpack up and I think that was it and then we just used he had a bunch of taekwondo boards mm. and so we stacked those up in an interesting design and then we put his Iwana awards kind of on those uh, taekwondos so it's kind of taekwondo board so it's kind of like not a shrine because that would be weird yeah but like, like just award, this art yeah yeah like really showcasing what he accomplished and what he was proud of. And, um, and so his room is very open, Mm -hmm. um, because he just likes space and he doesn't want clutter. Um, and so it's a dark room. It's kind of like a man cave, Mm -hmm. except his school desk is right in front of the window. And, and so it's, it's neat that I can walk into his room and I can actually see what he's looking at on his computer because that's very important. Yeah. And so he can't really hide. And then he chooses to look out the window. So it's not like it's, it's a dark, even though it is a dark room, I know that he's actually choosing to look at light instead of like, you know, yeah. staying in a man cave. Yeah. Now his siblings, his other two brothers, uh, we got rid of the bunk beds. That was mainly because we had gotten bed bugs from a five-star hotel. <laughs> That's a whole nother, yeah. that'd be a whole nother podcast. That was a but, whole thing. Yeah, a yeah. whole nother thing. Um, but we did get rid of them chemical free, I will say that. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it can be done. And that's the best way, the safest way, and the most efficient way. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, they chose an army theme. And so... And you, I, went, you went pretty wild with that. I did, I did. Um, I did use Pinterest for their room and just looked up army, like how to paint camouflage. And so once again, we got the paint and um, initially I chose really, really cheap paint. Yeah. But I did learn yeah, that I remember this. cheap paint. Yes. I think you and I had a discussion about this. Yeah. Cheap paint is cheap paint for a reason. Yeah. And so, you know, cheap paint can be fine if your, if your wall is solid and so you'll, it's easy to go over it five times, Yeah. but cheap paint is not easy when you're doing camouflage and you're doing these blobs that are like four or five inches big <laughs> and, and not straight lines. So yeah. I, le- I learned the hard way. I should have gone for a thicker 
more versatile paint. But anyways. You live, you learn. Yes. And so the, the focal piece of theirs is the camouflage, which actually was insanely easy to because you just do blobs and then you connect the blobs all together yeah like it was it was ridiculously easy um the biggest learning curve is like just not dropping paint on the floor (laughs) you know it's like don't put too much paint on your brush um and then I found a really cheap um camouflage netting that's really used for hunters and so we actually drape that um, a little bit on the ceiling and down a wall. Mm-hmm. And so it creates some dimension. Yeah. And um, the kids have some lights stuck in there, like Christmas lights stuck in there. Mm-hmm. And then we added, uh, we have, do you guys have Meyer? No. It's like a Walmart, but it's Meyer. Okay. And so I went to Meyer and they had these beanbag chairs that are camo that were like 70% off. You know, and that's nice. the thing is when you're doing your kid's room, yep. you just kind of lay low, wait, look, yes. look on the sale racks and then boom, you, you find, you'll find a winner. Like you yeah. just have to be patient. Yep. And so these beanbag chairs were, um, like 70% off and I took those. Mm-hmm. So they each have them, but quite honestly, I wish I hadn't have done it because they haven't navigated or learned how to keep their room really clean. Mm. And so they just use that for their clean clothes sure. instead of hanging their clean clothes yeah. up. Um, I can see that, how that would happen. So their room was a little bit more expensive than Asher's room, mm-hmm. um, mainly because I duplicated everything. But yeah. like their, their comforter is camo, but each of their comforters was uh, 20 bucks. The chairs were 20 bucks. And then I, we got them identical matching like nightstands from Target and, and those I got on sale. And I think nice. each of those was like 25. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was still cheap, cheaper. Yeah. yeah. And I, I chose to focus on the painting rather than elaborate pieces and yeah. all new like drawers and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, but I wanted to make sure that they each had their own space because one thing my sister-in-law taught me is that, you know, when people are all in one area and living mm-hmm. in one room, and I remember this in India, I think we've talked about it before, Yeah. but you, and you have to have space yeah. to think and to be yourself. And when you don't have those opportunities where you can, where you have that space or can claim something as yours, you end up forming those walls in your brain and in your head and those form emotional walls. And Mm -hmm. so you do have to give your kids and really even yourself a place that's yours, no matter how small it is, a place that's definitely yours that you call your own, whether it's even a trunk, like the kids know anything that's in the trunks that's at the foot of their bed and their grandma got them for them. Whenever they turn a certain age, they all got a trunk. Mm -hmm. Um, That's theirs. Nobody touches it. Nobody gets in it. And if that's what they, if that's the only emotional space you can give them, then the trunk is worth it. Yeah. You know, even if they have to share some other aspect of the room, they still have something that's theirs. Hey ladies, you know that I am all about facial care and especially facial care products that are green. Well, I want to tell you about a company that literally makes green as in the color as well as in the philosophy facial care products and this company is BioClarity. they are a clean and green gentle skincare line that helps me get naturally glowing skin that's 100 vegan and cruelty free i've recently been using their clear skin routine which to be honest i didn't really think that i was going to need in my mid-30s until hello i had a breakout in my mid-30s anybody been there so i started using their clean skin routine which is just three easy steps cleanse, treat, and restore. And I love that it contains nourishing plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, oat kernel, plus Floralux, which is this amazing ingredient that they've derived straight from the chlorophyll in plants that helps with breakouts, it soothes my skin, it minimizes redness, it reduces my pore size. Like I said, mid-30s, that's happening. It helps even out my skin tone, and with its antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties, it really feeds my skin from the outside in. 
It's like green juice for my face. I also truly love how fresh it feels when I put it on my face. There are no fragrances added. It just feels simple and clean and nourishing. So if you would like to detox and rebalance your skin with BioClarity and have it delivered straight to your door, just go to bioclarity.com where my listeners get their first month for 50% off a routine. Plus, shipping is free. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But in order to get that, you need to make sure to enter the code LOVELY. Again, that's bioclarity.com. Enter the code LOVELY to get 50% off your first month of a routine. Yeah, it just gives you ownership. Yes, yes. You want to have that sense of place. Like, this belongs Mm -hmm. to me. I, I have some sort of control over it. I think that's just really important for anybody and especially as kids are entering like the ages you were talking about, like more yeah. adolescence where they're trying to really figure out who they are. I mean, I'm really seeing that as, I mean, we don't have a place yet. I'm going to talk in a minute more about mm-hmm. kind of how we're trying to sort of give them some of that sense of place right. here. But I mean, we're definitely, we have our eyes on the future of when mm-hmm. we finally get into a place. And I mean, in, in a way, it's we have this luxury of slowly picking things up because we're here and, you know, so right. I can pick up things here and there. But it's definitely we very intentionally thought about it moving forward. And I've really involved the kids in what their vision for their space is, because mm-hmm. I think it's important to get their opinion on it, but then also to help guide them in that. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's yeah. like with my little girls, OK, they're three and five. But they're not always going to be three and five. I don't Mm -hmm. want everything they pick to be so dated that we're going to have to totally redo this room in, you know, just a few more years. I want Strawberry shortcake wallpaper everywhere, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) My little ponies and Barbies and, you know, like they, that's not going to last. And not that they have to be in love with this forever, but I feel like we've come to a pretty good happy medium of finding pieces that they will enjoy enjoy now but can also enjoy as they grow I have to say that the Target pillow fort line is so well done in this way like it's it's geared for kids but they can really grow with it I was able to find stuff all the way from my three-year-old up to my 12-year-old that they feel comfortable with they feel like represents them and so it's been really fun to get comforters and even like the girls comforters we got Because they needed comforters, just period, Mm -hmm. they needed comforters. So we bought ones that were cute and that matched and that had, like, both their colors in them and everything. But then they also had been given duvet covers. And so Mm. I felt like, well, we had to get a comforter anyway, so we might as well have gotten one that could be versatile when maybe they get tired of the duvet cover because Mm -hmm. it's cute and it's mermaids, but maybe they won't want mermaids forever. We can easily take that off and they still have a cute comforter. We don't have to buy it all the way over again you know Mm -hmm. so trying to think down the road with some of those things and and with my boys I mean they are definitely definitely aging out of you know like the more kid kind of stuff yeah they want more of that manly kind of space I even I bought Roman a big palette sign from Hobby Lobby so again it wasn't very expensive half the time their stuff is like 50% off yeah and it says man cave and it's Aww. a good size sign so it takes up a lot of wall space and can really make a statement in his room but mm-hmm. it just will fit over his bed and I lucked out I found these great beds from Walmart that were actually they're bunk beds but you can split them and have them be separate Seriously. Yeah. And so for under $350, I was able to get four beds for the kids. Wow. And that was something that was really important to me because in our old house, it was like mattresses on the floor, never really finding bed frames that fit well in the house Uh because we had those like sloped ceilings in the upstairs and it was difficult to find things or, and so when I found these, it was just like the perfect answer if we end up getting a place that we need them to be bunk beds because we don't have very much space then it'll work but if Mm -hmm. not they can be separate and we got the girls white ones and the boys gray ones and I'm just so excited to kind of see it coming together before we even have a place yeah yeah and like you were saying watching for sales I found this great little table and metal chairs from Fred Meyer and 
they were 50% off. I would not have bought them at the normal price for my girls, but Mm -hmm. it'll be this great little workspace that they could have in their room. And, you know, it's just, it's just collecting as you go to, to end up with that end result, you know, go ahead and pin away, like see what your vision is so that you know what you're working towards, but then you can find the sale items and in places you don't expect, like I would have Mm -hmm. never thought I would buy beds from Walmart. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But I have friends whose kids have them and have had these beds for five years or whatever, and they've stood up to the test of time. And so I was like, okay, you know, I can, I can handle the Walmart bed. It's cute. It works. And that's Mm -hmm. really what we need at this point. So is it a metal bed or a wood bed? It's wood. Okay. Yeah. That's a good deal then. Yeah. I really feel like it is. So yeah, I was really excited and, and it's just, yeah, it's slowly coming together and seeing what, what things are most important to them. You know, my, my 12 year old definitely, he, he wants a space for his Legos. (laughs) It's very important Mm -hmm. to him and he wants a comfortable chair to sit in, you know? And so it's just pulling all those, those pieces together where I have the whole house to think about. But I, mm-hmm. I really something that especially because we've been in transition for so long, I want that once they get into their bedrooms, they feel like, ah, oh, I'm at home. I have a place to rest yeah. my soul, you know? Yeah. I mean, it should be a bit of a sanctuary. Yes. I think. And like we don't even let kids, our kids have friends upstairs in their bedrooms. That's smart. Um, well, number one, they're, they're getting older that it's like, yeah, I don't know that you should do that. But yeah. number two, it's just, no, that is our personal private space. Yeah. And the rest of our house is basically fair game, but that's space where we can just let our guard down Yeah. and just be us. And it's, it's our space. I think that's really smart to, to kind of protect that space. Mm-hmm. I actually read a book and it was a fictional book. I can't remember which one it was, but it's one of Robin Jones gun, Christy Miller series books of like the older mm-hmm. years. And they had some people come stay with that, them, us. What am I talking about? <laughs> I am not Christy Miller. Time travel. I know I can embody her because I've known her since uh-huh. I was 12. Okay. So she had people come stay with them and they gave their master bedroom to them while they were staying with them. Mm -hmm. And over time, it really wore on her to the point Mm. where she was like, I can't do this anymore. I I can't give up that space. I need that place to go back to. Yeah. And even my parents, like staying here, there's a certain point where it's like they just need their room to be their room. Mm -hmm. You know, to a certain extent, we have to use it. Eliana has to have a place to nap. You know, I mean, like, like there's there is that. But, you know, come a certain time in the evening, it's like no more. Nobody go in Nana and Papa's room. You know, that is their space. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. And I I wanted to hit on how we're kind of doing that here because I've had a few moms, quite a few actually, more than I expected, reach out to me saying they're in actually a very similar place as we Mm -hmm. are. They're staying with family. They're in transition. And I think it can be really hard when, I mean, we don't even have a room that is designated as ours here. Like Mm -hmm. the girls and I sleep on the living room floor. Judah kind of floats around (laughs) to where he decides Uh to sleep. But Roman mostly sleeps on this landing area in the upstairs between the bedrooms. And it's been hard to establish space for them. But Uh there have been a few small things that I've done. First of all, all my kids are color-coded. So (laughs) they each got... I learned that from you. Yes. It's essential. If yeah. you have more than one child, you need a color coding system. So I ended up buying bins very early on, just like those foldable bins from Target. Mm-hmm. And so they each have one in their color that goes like under the TV stand in the living room. So, I mean, mostly right now that kind of holds like school stuff and some random toys that we have more readily accessible. But they know like their bin has their stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So that's been one way that I've done that. Being able to find just some spare corner to stuff Roman at night <laughs> up on the landing yeah. has really allowed him to feel like, okay, I'm not sleeping with my sisters. This is kind of my space. I can go to bed later than them. And so that's been a big thing. And he has a big bookshelf right next to him. Aww. And so he'll typically kind of keep his glasses there or the book that we're reading together before bed or, you know, like he has kind of his little setup that he does mm-hmm. at night, like with his water and everything. So so he's kind of been able to have that space. And then something I just 
just got. And I don't know if they're going to work. So I could come back later and be like, that was a terrible idea. And it's an as seen on TV product. So, yes. you know, I what mean, okay, well, we sleep in the living room and the curtains are real, like they don't keep out any light. Mm-hmm. And I've been noticing as it's staying lighter later and later, this oh, is yeah. becoming a huge problem for the girls going to sleep. And so we've tried the sleeping masks, but, you know, getting a three-year-old to wear a sleeping mask <laughs> is really not very successful. And yeah. so I found these dream tents that are basically, they look like a big sail and they kind of, they wrap around the bed and then tuck under the mattress with these kind of like little anchor things. Yes. Yes. And My so, mom got them for our kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, when they're at her house. Oh, yes. Yeah. They both picked out unicorn dream tents. And I may end up even having to cover them up with a blanket to make them like even darker because they definitely, you know, they're not, their purpose is not to keep out light, but I needed Mm -hmm. something that I could kind of canopy over their beds to help them wind down in the evening. Because I mean, we're fairly far North. We get to the point where it doesn't get dark until 10 o'clock at night Mm -hmm. and (laughs) mama can't handle them staying up till 10 o'clock right say that so I'm really hoping that this not only like helps to kind of set the mood for bedtime like they have their specific spot they sleep in it's not like they're moving around every night but these dream tents also like they have a little pocket in them and Mm. like I hope it kind of helps create that that sense of place and sanctuary for them as they're going to bed each night like this is my spot my little space and so we'll see that to be continued on that one. But I'm kind of excited about it and hope that it is effective for the girls. Now, do yours kind of glow in the dark initially at first, too? I'm really hoping not. <laughs> oh, so you I'm, haven't really tried it out yet. No, like literally okay. bought them today. Got okay. really desperate last night. and was like something has to be done. <laughs> so bought them today. But yeah. I'm I'm hoping they're not the glow ones. They don't say they're the glow ones. Yeah. I was trying to avoid that, but we'll see. I will say, like, I do think, like, it helps. So you're right. It doesn't totally get all the light out. But um, when the kids have stayed, sp- specifically, she got, my mom got it for Naomi. Mm-hmm. And so when we stay at my parents down in Florida, Asher gets to sleep in the big bed and then Naomi's on an air mattress below that. Mm-hmm. And she was having a hard time sleep. And my, so my mom was like, well, get that little tent out in me. It's just this kind of dome that goes yeah. over her. And she was able to focus yeah. and just go to sleep. Yeah. And then the same thing when she was at my parents this past weekend, uh, Brian and I were up in Canada. A, she, um, <laughs> <laughs> she, once again, even though she had a whole room to herself, like, it's just too much. Like she, there's yeah. too much to see and to look at. And so it just creates that smaller space. Yeah. So your brain can rest and it, you're in, like you said, you're in your space mm-hmm. and then just fall asleep. Yeah. Kind of like so creating I, your yeah. own little bubble yeah. cocoon. I've noticed that even I kind of cocoon myself in at night. Like yeah. I put my mattresses right up against the couch and I have this big body pillow in there with me on the other side. And it just, there's something about it. It just makes you feel more secure and kind of Mm -hmm. nestled in. And so I'm hoping these little tent things do the same thing for the girls of just helping them calm down. And yeah. So there's little Mm -hmm. ways that you can try to, to still make them feel like, you know, they have a little bit of ownership over mm-hmm. space. They they have this big, big beanbag chair that I bought for the girls' room. It was for Eliana's birthday. And they don't use that as much as I'd hoped. But, yeah, you know, just you got it's kind of a game of try it, see what works, and then try something I think, else. I think those beanbag chairs, like, for some reason, we all think we have to have one. Like, they're the <laughs> coolest things ever. And then you get them. And they're not as awesome as they yeah. look. It's like, true. They're not. And I was, I've been, I was really disappointed in that. Yeah. And we got the uh, one that actually is like shaped like a chair. But yeah. All the beans have fallen out. Like it no longer resembles a chair. I was yep. like, what the heck? Yep. And ours was guaranteed that it would keep its loft. Mm, nope. Did not. not so much. 
Yeah. I mean, even the dog can't get comfortable in it now. No. <laughs> it's really sad. That is sad. So they're just a really good place to store clothing. Yep, there you go. But, I mean, I think that all that to say, I mean, we just, we think it's important. And to to make that space, to get your kids involved with it, and to, to realize that kids' rooms aren't, like, shouldn't be, like, the last thing on, you know, our list of decorating a house or making it feel homey. I think it should be more towards the top. We want our bedroom to feel homey, which that's probably the one that's at the bottom that we don't spend, you know, as much time focusing on that one. But I think it definitely has purpose in doing that for our children and being intentional and whether it's, you know, finding artwork at the thrift store or furniture that you paint to, you know, there are little cheap things that you can do that can really make it feel personal to them. Ladies, one of the sponsors for this week's episode is FabFitFun. I was so excited when they contacted me because I have wanted to try FabFitFun since basically they started. If you aren't familiar with what FabFitFun is, it's a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It typically retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. When the spring box arrived on my doorstep, it did not disappoint. Some of my very favorite products out of that box have been the Kate Somerville Exfolicate Treatment. I use it all the time in the shower. And I also really love my free people starry-eyed travel eye mask. You guys have probably seen the picture of me on Instagram. I just love that thing. And also all the Tarte lip glosses and lipsticks. And they were full size, you guys. It basically felt like Christmas right smack dab in the middle of my spring. So if you want to get a hold of the box and actually get $10 off your first box, you can go to fabfitfun.com and enter the code LOVELY10. With that code, it'll only be $39.99, and it's a really nice little way to treat yourself and get some really fun products that you may not have otherwise heard of. So go to fabfitfun.com and use the code LOVELY10 to get $10 off your first box. So I'd like to offer some tips because yes, I don't know about you, but for me, the, when, I, when it came to planning the kids' rooms and really any room in the house... Like it was overwhelming to me because I just knew the the atmosphere that I wanted. Yeah. But I didn't know how to get there. Yeah. And I knew that I wasn't going to have the IKEA catalog or the Pottery Barn look. I knew yeah. that we weren't ju- we weren't going to spend the money on it, and we wanted our kids just to not be rough with the furniture in their room, but know that we didn't. Yeah. We didn't want to constantly berate them like, yeah. don't do that on the couch. Don't do that on your bed. Don't do this. Don't do that. We wanted it to be homey yeah, and not a room with rules. Lots of rules, that is. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what happened is I think my mother-in-law got really tired of hearing me talk about this but not doing something about it. <sighs> and she's very organized. And she, her gift is administration. And so, um, so this is what I would say is talk to a friend or talk to an in-law or a mom or something like that. Someone who kind of has the gift of administration, but also hospitality. Mm. And so you, you tell them, okay, this is what I want. I think there's a movie line. It's like, this is what I want. Um, (laughs) You know, and you go through like this list of things. So that's what I did. I I told her, you know, I want an army theme. I want the boys to feel that they're superheroes or, or heroes. I want them to feel that being in that room makes them a stronger person. Mm-hmm. I want it to um, be easy for them to keep it clean, to have a desk, and to choose furniture that does not attract bed bugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so... She took in all these ideas. So there's where the gift of administration comes. And she wrote them down for me. Now, it seems like, okay, Jody, you're, you're an adult. You should be able to write this down. But, you know, like it goes back to the personality types. Yeah. Like, that's not my gifting. Yeah. And so I decided to bring someone else in because that makes it more fun. Yeah. And so she took that. And then she actually is the one who initially looked on Pinterest for me and created a Pinterest board. Mm -hmm. So like there's some people who actually like doing this and you don't have to pay them money. (laughs) So, you know, some friend 
there might be a friend in your life who might enjoy that. Or maybe it's you. Yeah. But like, I don't enjoy that. And so. Um, and I do enjoy that. So that yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you don't need this advice. So this is for. No, but other, I think this other... is good. Yeah. I think it's good to like get. Because I felt the same way about my homeschool course. For um, me, it was like. Well, doesn't everybody just plan this way? <laughs> you know, and my friend Katie was like, I have no, no. idea what to do. And it's like, oh, okay. So this can yep. be beneficial to people. So I think yeah. it's helpful to kind of give that, like those ideas for step-by-step step how to do this. Yeah. And so she, you know, had this list and that's mostly what I looked at, but then she created this boards for me, you know, that included, okay, this is how you camouflage and this is a... You know, if you like certain types of desks, this is, these are the types of desks that you can do. And then there were certain like key like artifacts or heirloom pieces that I wanted mm-hmm. to use. And so she actually found those items on Pinterest wow. and how you could use them to decorate. That's awesome. And so we took that, kind of mushed it all together and then ended up creating the kids rooms and really yeah. even like our family room and our, our school room yeah. and the kitchen and things like that. And I was able to piece a lot of what we already had, which is what the Nestor talks a lot about. Yeah. And then create that atmosphere that I wanted. But yeah. it just, it helped someone organizing it for me. Yes. Or even if you have the gift of administration, just write it all down and then take that to create mm-hmm. that look and feel that you want. Yeah. And, you know, and, and for the moms who like to control things, I want to encourage you, let your kids pick out their paint color. Yeah. Like, it's their room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I remember when, when Asher chose this lime, I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, that is lime. Yeah. But it ended up coming together, and I was able to talk him, let's use it as an accent piece. Yeah. See, and that's we the act- key right there. Like, yeah. let your kids have input, but then guide them in how to use yeah. it more effectively. Yeah. And then the reality is, is you're teaching them a life skill mm-hmm. by choosing paint color out and how it works together and how to bring things in. So you can yeah. actually turn this into a whole life lesson or yeah. a homeschool lesson or, you know, all of the above. Because yeah. they then walk through that process with you like an adult. and. It's very, then they can, then it, they have that ownership yeah. in it. I think that's really good. And a lot of those steps too, we've kind of been doing all year long in the Patreon community when we've been going step by step through the homemaking, because each month we're focusing on a different area of the home. And that's, that's a lot of why we're doing this episode is because next month in June, we're focusing on the kids' bedrooms. And so mm. when we go through each room, we talk about like decluttering the space, cleaning the space and then developing that vision for what the space can be. And there've been certain months where we've gone through just step by step and said, okay, today, think about your walls today. Think about your lighting today. Think about rugs or flooring or, you know, like Mm -hmm. think of all those pieces that you want to comprise the atmosphere that you're looking for. Think about, you know, the kind of textures that you want to be present in this space. Shop your own house. Like we call shop the room, like where you go and you pull things from other places that maybe aren't being used as effectively. And you can see how they could really bring in that texture or, you know, the style that you want to in a different space entirely. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of fun to see how women have walked through that process and then get better and better at those skills as they do it from room to room to room. And, you know, now we're heading into six months in being able to apply it to our kids' rooms too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love that really notion of shop your own house. Like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. I'm currently shopping or, my mother's house. <laughs> yeah, I was what can say, I get can out we, of here with? <laughs> can we shop our friend's house yeah. too? <laughs> Seriously. <Hey. laughs> That's funny. I like that. You, you could set up a whole swap. Yeah. With your and the good thing is, you know, especially next month when you're focusing on that, I mean, it's going to be garage sale season. Yes. Yes. I and can't so, wait for garage sale season this year. That's a great place to find stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that, like that's how we found our encyclopedia set, which is yeah. currently like where I put my drink. I have them all stacked up high. Yeah. And, and it, it's butted up against a bookshelf. Boom, there's a $5 purchase that 
yeah. you know, is epic in information and serves as a table. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's where I'm really hoping because I have a few more like nightstands and that sort of thing to get. And I am seriously hoping that I can win them at garage sales this summer because yeah. we don't have to be perfect. I can throw a, you know, layer of paint on almost anything and make it work for us. And so exactly. I'm excited to see what we can find. Yay. I can't wait to see all the pictures you, you at the garage sale showing us. And then when I finally get a place, that's when it's going to really get fun. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Yes. Okay. Well, how are you currently cultivating loveliness? You did all that decorating, but what are you doing now? I think I'm going to go with what we did today. We finally have spring in Indiana. Um, yes. It was funny because we were actually in Canada and it was warmer in Canada than it was back here. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I know it's insane because we were in Alberta first and then up in British Columbia in both places. It was warmer. Insane. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, today was our, our first real full day back in Indiana and it was warm out and we needed to, to read our history and the kids were like, let's go outside. And so, um, we, they got out the blankets and I was thinking, oh, this would be great for a tea party. And then I thought, well, if we have a tea party, then that means we're not going to end up reading the book. Yeah. And so I was like, and we normally, well, we'll have Zevia. Oh yeah. And it's, yeah. So I, it's, it's moderately healthy. Yeah. Healthy is probably loose term, but <laughs> it's not loaded with yes. insane stuff that I know of. It's like stevia and, soda pop. Yes. Yeah. And so we, um, but we were, but we were out of it, but we did have this Ning's Red uh, Zing product that Young Living has. Oh, yeah. So the kids got their little bubbly and that means there were oils in it, which made me happy. And yeah. so I opted just to be like, Hey, why don't you run and get that? And we'll, we'll go, we'll read outside on the blanket, which I'm really not a fan of that because we have lots of ants. And oh, so, yeah. but I chose to enjoy this moment mm-hmm. and because I ran with that moment instead of trying to make it perfect, like sometimes yeah. I try and do, yeah. um, they ended up surprising me with, uh, like they put oils all over my feet and gave Aww. me this epic massage nice. and we read the book in the sunshine and we giggled and it was just really fun because I didn't try to make it this elaborate thing. Yeah. You know, like the epic moment that I had to get on Instagram or, or anything like that. You know, I decided this doesn't have to be perfect. And if I don't get a picture from this, because yeah. I think in pictures now. Yeah, yeah. I used to think in blog posts. Now I think in pictures. And I love capturing these moments and telling a story about it. But I decided I'm just going to live in the moment and enjoy my kids and be silly mm-hmm. and let them be silly and do what they want to do. Yeah. And it was fun and lovely and I came in feeling so refreshed and like that was a good moment yeah that was really fun yeah it was great and it was lovely and and it was it was just it was really it was just sweet yeah Mine is similar. what about you yeah mine's similar I mean we actually we went to the park last week and read on a blanket and it was again like just very last minute like oh we finally have nice weather Let's yeah. go to the park. I grabbed just some bags of popcorn that we had, and it was just very simple, and we just went. Yeah. But, I mean, even more so than that one day, you know, we're looking at kind of wrapping up our year of homeschooling, but also our homeschooling career, which is a hard one for me. Yeah. Um, and just kind of trying to, oh, this is where I, I've got to not get emotional. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Trying to think about what I want um, kind of their final memories of homeschooling to be. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as I feel like there are big things that we still need to really drive home and hit on and everything, I know that kind of these final couple of months, I, I just really want their their writing memories to be of us reading together. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been trying to do a lot more of that. And even if we get nothing else done or very little else done that we spend the time doing the read alouds because mm-hmm. I, I want them to remember mom sat with us and read. And yeah. so that's, that's really what I've been focusing on and, and just hoping they remember and yeah, we'll, we'll see time will tell, <laughs> but 
yeah, it's just giving me a lot of pause and a lot of thought for next year, how to be connecting with them, even though, you know, we won't be homeschooling anymore. You know, and, and the, the lovely thing that you still have to look forward to is that reading and that snuggling won't have to stop. Yes. Even when they go to school. Yeah. It'll just, because you're, yeah, it'll look, it will look different, but you're still going to be their main teacher, you know, cause you're their mom and you're shaping and molding them. You're the one who knows them so well because you're their biggest fan yeah. and that, that no teacher, and this is coming from me being a teacher at one point, no yeah. teacher replaces that influence yeah. in a child's life. Yeah. So it will look different and I don't, I don't want to negate that, but I also want to encourage you that you still will have such an influence and you can still create those snuggle moments when they get home from school. And then on the weekends. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to look, look towards that. Leah and I are actually going to do a whole episode about <laughs> this whole big transition. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm really trying to look at, like, this is an opportunity for me to be more intentional with the time that I have with them. And mm-hmm. it'll allow me to not have to have my attention split between different things, trying to be this work-at-home mom and homeschooling mom and, you know, all the stuff, but to be able to actually kind of compartmentalize things and really be there for them and be present when they are there. And and that part of it I am I'm looking forward to that you know, this, this doesn't have to stop. Like you're saying, Mm -hmm. I just need to, to figure out how it will work. And yeah. So, but I, we're doing that now. And so it is a lovely thing now and it's, it's sweet and they ask for it. And I love that, you know, they're relying on that in their day too. So. And because you kept it so simple, you're going to be more likely, you know, to keep doing it because it wasn't hard. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. So you yeah. can be spontaneous in those moments where I think sometimes, you know, we try and make it this yeah. big elaborate event of just reading a book. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Or trying to find the right questions to ask or what yeah. curriculum or activity could I pair with this? And like, it's yeah. just, it's none of that. It's just enjoying good story together. And then a yep. lot of the time there are great conversations that, you know, just naturally come out of reading those stories together. Yeah. But it's just allowing that to happen. So. Yeah. That's good. Well, thank you what, so much. Oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, what book did you read at the park? We are reading from three currently. We're reading The World of Abraham Lincoln. So that's the point that we're at in history. Mm -hmm. And we're trying, even if that takes us all summer before they start school in the fall, I want to get through um, his life. And so that's been fun because it pulls from not just Abraham Lincoln, but like All Over the World by Genevieve Mm -hmm. Foster. Love that book. And then we're also reading... The Perilous Road, which is a <gasps> civil war. We're reading that too. You are? No way. Yes. Are I'm... you doing beautiful feet books? I'm not. Oh, wow. Those are the two books we have, Those both of those. Oh, ah. yeah. I mean, I know she, she used, I kind of drew from a lot of different sources, but uh-huh. a friend had recommended that one to me for our civil war it's, studies. So it's good. It is good. Yeah. Every once in a while, my daughter's like, hey, this is too much for me or whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay, go away. And then she ends up coming back and, okay, I'll listen again. Yeah. Um, But and then the last one is we're doing The Wonderful Wizard of Oz because we're prepping for the new podcast coming out in the fall, which there'll be more on that this summer as well. Oh, exciting. But yeah, that's what we're starting with. And so that's been really fun because The Wizard of Oz has deep roots in my life. So it's fun. I've never read the book and it's so different and it's so fun to compare between the book and the movie and -hmm. and the play because even the play is different than the movie and... So that's been really fun. Oh, I can't wait to hear that story. Yeah, I'm excited about it. All right, Jody. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me about kids' bedrooms and their importance. Yeah, such a sounds like a silly thing, but it's actually really important. Yeah, I really think so. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a lovely evening, and I will talk with you again soon. All right. Thank All right. you. Bye. Bye. 
Well, obviously, Jody and I feel that kids' rooms are important and the spaces that we create for them, but we would love to see what you've done with your kids' spaces. You can share those in our Facebook group by just searching Cultivating the Lovely, and we would love to be able to see what you've done, what your ideas are, how you organize things, how you really personalize the space for your children. We think it would be super fun to be able to share with that and see what everybody's been doing. Also, this month, all the Patreon members have really been diving into creating an inviting entryway to our homes as well as digging into our hobbies, kind of honing them down, figuring out what hobbies are really good in this season of life. What are the things we're really interested in? How can we find time for our hobbies? We have a whole worksheet filled with questions to help you really be able to assess your hobby life because it's a vital part of self-care. So if you want to be able to get in on the discussion and also access those PDFs, we would love to have you become a Patreon member. You can go to patreon.com forward slash cultivating the lovely, find out about all of our different levels, what we have to offer. We have the What Ingrid and Fiona Like podcast that is exclusive for Patreon members and lots of other things coming over the summer and especially into the fall that we would love to have you be a part of. So make sure you hop over to patreon.com forward slash cultivating the lovely to find out more about that. For show notes from this episode, you can go to boldturquoise.com forward slash 066. And on the next episode, I am delighted to announce that Anne Bogle will be here. And we got to have a really fun, lively discussion about books and reading and how that can be a part of your hobby life. All right, ladies, until then, go be bold and gracious. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 